Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, skateboarding neat ninjas, the hidden world of ninjas, insane moments, and new manga releases. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episode 526. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. Zane Konnichiwa. Aloha. Bonjour. And what's up? Hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this awesome podcast that you can find at www.sparkin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. Just look for us on there. And if you find us on YouTube, remember to hit that subscribe button and hit that bell for notification to hear when we get new episodes. And with that in mind, let's get into a very awesome episode, a very secretive episode, a very ninja episode, shall we? So if you remember from that last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it did down to be there viewing a manga that was written... By Kengo Hanazawa. We haven't talked about this manga cup for a while. Last time was episode 100 when we talked about a small manga known as Resentiment, a story about a very disturbed otaku who falls in love with an AI. It's a whole thing. But this was released by him. It was created by him. It was published by Konacha and brought over here by Denpa. Yes, Denpa, the manga company which releases French flaps onto all of their books because they want it to make like real books. So it has exceptional quality and looks amazing. The glossy cover, I have to admit, is spectacular, but I digress. The original run for this was 2018 to present. It is still coming out. Uh, it was released in Weekly Young Magazine, which has released so many things, including My Home Hero, GTO, Paradise Lost, and several other really great manga that are set in series. This is, there are 10 volumes out right now. As I just said, this is a set in series, and it is a comedy Drama, action, mature, slice of life, not parody, but something entirely different. And the original title of this was Unda Ninja, but is known in English simply as Under Ninja. And Under Ninja is a unique and insane story about Japan after World War II, where the ninja organization in Japan was dismantled after World War II, and they disappeared. That's what the world thinks. However, the truth is that ninjas still exist in secret. And it's they do the jobs that no one wants to think about. A lot of times that they are dealing with criminals, muggers, terrorists, things like that. And they're hired out of Japan. And they're run by the NIN organization. NIN for ninja. Get it, NIN? Uh, they still exist in secret. And there's supposedly 200,000 of them living in Japan today. Hiding and working in secret in the darks where no one would ever know they exist. And they're all very different. And no one knows who they are. Because they could be the man next to you. They could be the pizza delivery guy. They could be the homeless man screaming in the corner. You're not entirely sure who they are. Uh, And some of them do work in the elite public and private sectors of the world. But some of them are just trying to make ends meet and doing their things. And that is our main character. Kuro Kumo Gakurai. Who is a neat. But he's also a ninja. He's actually a second level ninja. A Queen, I believe, and he is super low level, but he is a neat. He is not educated in employment or in training, i.e. he's a hikikomori who doesn't do anything and lives in an apartment building with this guy that he kind of saved. So he's kind of saying, hey, I saved your life, so I'm going to live with you. And the guy's like, uh, okay. And Kuro ends up stealing all of his food. He lives in a weird, like, underneath. And he's just trying to exist. However, one day his superior kato shows up and kato says listen you've got a job and he's like oh my god i've got a job it's a miracle uh what do you want me to do and it's very simple he gives him a box says, i don't know what it is just examine it 
and you will know what needs to be done. And what it is really is just, well, he has to infiltrate a high school. And the thing is that Kuro is an amazing martial artist. He's actually ranked as one of the highest in his class. The only problem is that he isn't doing anything with it. It's like he's supposedly part of the very famous Kumogakure family that has done some amazing things. The seventh child was supposedly the prophesized amazing ninja who disappeared years ago. But we're not talking about him. The main thing we're talking about is Kuro, kind of. Because he's the main character, but he's not the main character of the manga because there are tons of characters that we follow besides him. But back to the situation at hand, he opens up the box that he receives from Kato and or Kato, however you want to say it. I say Kato, but it could be Kato. But anyway, he opens up the box and inside of it is a school uniform, a hoodie, and a note. So he's like, okay, I have to infiltrate this school. So he talks to his neighbor, who's a drunk, and says, listen, could you pretend to be my mom and get me into this school for an appointment? And she does. Uh, he offers her beer because she's a drunk. And he discovers that he has a ninja outfit, which is this hoodie, which he puts over his head and suddenly he's a ninja. Kind of cool, but also like super lazy because you expect ninjas to have these really cool outfits. His is literally just a hoodie, but the hoodie is pretty awesome. It lets him do really cool things. Um, there's actually a stealth mode which makes him go invisible, but for the most part he just used his ninja abilities to do dumb things like I'm going to break into my neighbor's fridge to steal f drinks from him, barley tea or fish, whatever. You know, he's just he's mooching off this guy we saved, essentially. And while this is going on, he makes friends with the neighbor who helps him out. He has a couple friends, like his neighbor, his downstairs neighbor, and a couple of neighborhood kids who, who do help him out in exchange for some dubious items, which I can't really bring up here because it's not exactly work safe. But, digress. So besides him, we have a foreigner who's shown up to Japan. It's a Russian guy who's dressed up like a ninja who picked up a ninja sword from a store. It's just an umbrella which actually has a ninja sword in it. And it turns out that he's looking for ninjas. And he goes up to the police and says, I'm looking for ninjas. And the guy's like, well, you know what? If you throw a rock, you'll find a ninja somewhere. He's like, Wait, what? It's like, no, the joke is that they, they're super hidden and whatever. The, the Russian guy leaves and turns out the guy in the police department that he was talking to actually is a ninja. He's the head of the nin department. He's like, okay, we have an insane Russian guy looking for ninjas. Keep an eye on him. It turns out that this Russian guy is looking for ninjas because he was ordered to find and join and infiltrate the ninja organization in Japan because the Russian mob is currently holding his daughter hostage. So he's like, I gotta join. So he's looking around for it and finds a weird symbol at a temple, which is graffiti. He's like, this has got to be a huge thing saying that this is a ninja mark. And what's the sign next to it? And he looks at the mark next to it and the sign says, uh, if you piss here again, I'm going to cut your dick off. And he's like, oh, what does this mean? I don't understand this. Calls his friend, shows a picture. He's like, yeah, okay. So what this means is that the ninjas will meet up with you if you cut off three guys' dicks. So... This foreign guy is now going on a killing spree, cutting people's dicks off because he wants to join the ninjas. Uh, it is insane and crazy and kind of gross. Getting back to Kuro, Kuro is trying to do some stuff going on. And then we're introduced to while this Russian guy is going through and attacking people, we do find out that there's other ninjas involved. Kato ends up meeting this homeless bum who is breast uh, pumping. He's an old dirty man who pretty much is apparently an old ninja who went AWOL and he's just kind of like so what's going on they end up talking about conspiracies talking about the guy who's the the foreigner who's cutting people's dicks off 
and it hints at a lot going on. I'm not going to spoil too much, but I will say this. The old man, it's one of the most disturbing things possible until the twist happens, but he is a super ninja. And what do I mean by super ninja? Well, after he's talking, because it turns out there is a hit on him because he abandoned his post, and no one can catch him because he's amazing. When you find out why he's amazing, you're like, oh, Master of Skies, really cool. I'm not going to say any more, but the whole thing with him um, using the breast pump is really unsettling and kind of gross. I digress, though. But uh, after that, we get... After that, the main thing is Crow is getting into his assignment to get into this school because this school is supposedly connected with a secret organization that is going against the NIN called the UN or the Under Ninja. That's the whole premise of this manga is that the Under Ninja is a group of people working for the UN who are going to take away all the powers of ninjas by taking over for them. And it is Kuro's job, the lazy bum who hits on people, who bribes people with panty shots, and at one point wears a bra to save the day. Maybe. And um, and helping him or watching over him is Kato, who at first seems like he does nothing, but he's actually a really competent and pretty awesome ninja who does some really badass stuff. And he's got a lot of really cool gadgets. But I digress. So this manga is crazy, insane, and just really weird. And I'm going to be honest right now. When I first read it, I was a little bit horrified by it because I didn't know what the hell to think about it. Because seeing the thing with guy wearing panty shots is a scene when the Russian guy is under a car while someone is relieving themselves on the car. They're pissing on the car and you see that. It's like, what is this? Piss you? It, this is cringy and gross. But stick with it. It gets really good and really intriguing. I have to admit, it starts off cringy, but like a car accident, you just have to keep watching it, and you get to that point. And it is crazy where it goes, and really cool. There's a bunch of other ninjas that show up. There's one ninja who despises Kuro because apparently Kuro, when they were training, caused an accident. Guy got struck by lightning, and now he has he's half blind. You have another one who dresses up like a... Well, the person is wearing no makeup in school. Because that's their hidden ID is, I'm going to wear no makeup and no one will recognize me. It's like, you're just a normal person wearing no makeup. What the hell's wrong with you? So that part's kind of crazy. Also, the whole story arc with the foreigner is unique. But overall, story is completely batshit crazy. I'm not going to lie, batshit crazy. Now let's actually get to the manga itself. First off, the Denpa did a great job, as usual. I love this. This looks really cool. You have... The cover, which looks beautiful, you get French folds, and then inside you have Kuro wearing his awesome outfit. Also, I forgot to mention, he does ride a, a skateboard. He steals a skateboard and then actually trades for a skateboard with a pair of stolen bra from his neighbor. And then he uses that as his mode of transportation to do some really awesome and dumb things. But for the most part, most times we see him, it's like this. And the art is great. The actual bond binding for this is wonderful. It's got that new manga smell that we're used to, and there are a bunch of color pages and some really disturbing images that I can't show because of... I don't want to get this blocked on YouTube, but uh, let's just say it involves someone getting their leg cut off. This is a crazy, insane story that is a crazy ride. And here's the thing I'm going to say. First off, 
Art style is really well done, but kind of cringy at times. It's a little bit rough. Second thing I'm going to say is that it's a little bit much at times with some of the stuff that is going on. It is a little... Uh, let's just be honest. There are some parts which are really fucked up. And it makes you feel uncomfortable and gross. And you just want to be like, yeah, I don't want to read this anymore. And I really was about to write this off until I gave it a second read. The problem, though, is you have to give it a second read to get to that point. The first part, you're like, I don't want to read this. This is garbage. And I don't want to say that about a manga, but it's it's good. But it just... it You have to stick with it. And that's something which is not really great for a lot of people. Some people will read that first volume, be so confused, they're going to be like, I don't want to read any more of this. Um, there is an anime coming out in a month's time, and maybe that will change people's minds on this, but I think for right now, most people would write this off immediately. Personally, myself, out of our rating system, I'm going to have to give this our second highest rating of... Well, let's just say it. I'm going to give it a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. It's really good. It's It started off really cringy and I didn't want to read it. But then when I read it and got further into it and got the second volume, it changed completely. Like the whole thing with the guy who's obsessed with breast milk was like, yeah, you want you should drink my breast milk. And it's like, how the hell is this guy lactating? What the hell? Is he like Bob? Big tits from Fight Club? No, it's something else. I don't want to spoil it. But part of me wants to be like, I want to spoil it so you don't you don't get horrified by it. But it's not gross. It's just, it. it's super clever. What they do, it's super clever. Uh, but, again, digress. Really good. It is worth your time if you want to check it out. The characters are well nuanced. Every character is different. I will say, though, Kuro, the design is really rough because Kuro is supposed to be 17 years old. In a lot of manga, it's, oh, they're 17 years old and they look like they're 15. This is not the case. He is 17 years old, and he looks like he's 45. He looks like Steve Buscemi, who hasn't shaved in a while. He looks messed up, and you're like, oh god. Um, dude, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but it looks really creepy. But stick with it. He gets really awesome. Really cool. Uh, just, I will say this. This has a lot of piss humor, a lot of other humor as well. Um... A lot of, not scat humor, but a lot of other humor, which is like, oh, that's, why would you do that? That's not funny. But for some people it is. We'll say it is. Now, if you agree with me or disagree with me or have any comments, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com, or you can tweet me at spirekin, let me know your thoughts. And before I forget, let's actually get to the manga question of the week, because very simple one, very easy one. Manga question for the week is... Do you know any ninjas? Is there any secret ninjas that you know about? I don't work for the UN or the under ninja, I swear. I just want to know if you know any ninjas. If you email me, zanspiker.com, or tweet me at Spark and let me know your thoughts. And any real ninjas, this is only for co comedy. This is not real. I, am, I don't know if you are real or not. The only time I know you guys are real is when you're cutting onions, when I am reading some sad stuff or watching a really sad movie. But I digress. So with that in mind, let's actually get to the next thing which we have to talk about, which is the manga releases for the week, because we had a huge week this week. So let's actually go with it, shall we? So if for this week, which is going to be Tuesday, the 5th of September 2023, we had Ten Dance Volume 7, which is looks exceptional, looks really a lot of fun. 
Then we had A Man and His Cat, Volume 9. I think this is the last volume, not entirely sure. You had Blade of the Moon Princess. This manga is written by the creator of Spy Family. It's a new series by them. I don't know if this is a standalone or if this is a one-shot, but I am excited to see where this goes. Next we had Bleach, the official anime coloring book. Yes, a coloring book for Bleach. So if you're a Bleach fan, it's going to be in the coloring section or in the manga section of your local bookstore. Blue Box number or volume 6. Dinosaur Sanctuary, Volume 3. Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatori, Volume 15. Dragon Ball Super, Volume 19. Dungeon People, Volume 3. Free Life Fantasy Online, Immortal Princess, Volume 5. Imakoi, Now I'm in Love, Volume 7. Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible, Volume 9. Like a Butterfly, Volume 2. Magical Knight Rayearth, Volume 1, being re-released in a paperback form. So this is the first time this is being released as a paperback, the original series. Next we have Magical Angel Creamy Mommy and the Spoiled Princess, Volume 5. My First Clueless Friend, or My Clueless First Friend, Volume 3. My Hero Academia, Volume 35. We're getting enough to be caught up. Soon we'll be up to Chapter 399, then we'll be up to 400, and we'll find out, finally see... If AWO will be able to meet, beat All Might, or if All Might will fall without his powers. Have to wait and see. Then Naruto Shippuden, the official coloring book. Yes, another coloring book. Then Norgami Omnibus 7, which is volumes 19 to 21. And also Norgami Stray Gods, volume 26. Otaku Elf, volume 6. Plus Sized Elf, volume 2, the re-release with a new cover and a new design for it. So if you like the plus-sized elf, definitely check it out. We've also reviewed this in an earlier manga. Check our manga archives to see when we reviewed this. The 100 Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really Love You, Volume 7. The Darwin Incident, Volume 1. The Elusive Samurai, Volume 8. The Great Yokai War Guardians, Volume 1. The Moon on a Rainy Night, Volume 1. The Weakest Tamer Began a Journey to Pick Up Trash, the Light Novel, Volume 4. There's no, sorry, I think I messed up one. No, that one is, no, sorry. The Titan's Bride Volume 4, and then it's The Weakest Tamer. There's no freaking way I'll be your lover unless Light Novels Volume 3 and Volume 4. Tokyo Avengers, The Omnibus Volumes 13 and 14. Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Atomic Games is Tough for Mobs, The Manga Volume 8. And supposedly there is a reference to what we talked about last week on the evil... Lord of an Intergalactic Empire reference in this volume. Gonna have to check and see. And then last and certainly not least, we have What He Who Didn't Believe in Fate Says, Volume 2. So we've got tons of mangas that came out this week. 34, well actually 32 mangas and two coloring books. But tons of great content that are amazing to do. And so out of them, I chose five, which I think are the top ones of the week. I mean, there's a bunch I was excited about besides these five. Trapped in a Dating Sim, Elusive Samurai, Plus Size Elf, Otaku Elf, My Hero Academia, My Clue's First Friend. But the ones that I'm most excited about, the ones which I gave my top five for this week are, and going in order, we have Blade of the Moon Princess, Volume 1. It just looks like a really cool story that is going to be drawn well, and if the creator of Spy Family does just as much work on this one, I think it's going to be amazing. Next you had 
the Darwin experiment, which looks really trippy. It's about a ape who is raised up by humans. I'm like, this sounds like the beginning of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, just a little bit. Anyway, I digress. Then we have the Great Yokai War Guardians, Volume One. This just looks kind of cool. Yokai War fighting and someone who's going to protect them. Then there's the Moon on a Rainy Day, which looks unique. It looks like an interesting story, which could be really sad or really wonderful. And then last but not least, What He Who Didn't Believe in Fate, Volume 2. The first volume was touching and amazing. It's about a guy who actually sees red strings of fate, and now he's going to try to circumvent it because he thinks it's not real, and he wants to prove that it's not real. So these are some amazing ones. So which are the ones that you're excited about? Let me know. Email me at or tweet me at Spyarkin. Let me know your thoughts and your feelings on the subject, shall we? So with that in mind... First, I'd like to say thank you to all of you. You're all awesome. And every email I get, every comment I get, every new subscriber gives you more motivation to keep doing this podcast. And I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this till I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick glasses and a magnifying glass and read large print books. So thank you. And if you enjoy what you hear, like, share, and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to hit that subscribe button and also hit that bell for notifications so you know when our new episodes are up. And if you enjoy what you hear and you want to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy, please support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. We have four tiers with tons of really fun things. Uh, just join it and you'll get lots of cool stuff. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N at Spirekin.com. You can tweet me there and just let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you're thinking. And so with that in mind, before we go, let's get to the part that you have all been waiting for. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that one. That only. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. Organizers were to spin the wheel. Whatever number it lands on, the manga tile that's in that slot is what I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spyrocon Manga Review, episode 527. And we've got some great titles on here, I gotta say. So let's spin and see our interview, shall we? My favorite Carrera, created by the creator of Steam Detectives. This is going to be kind of cool, or it's going to be kind of terrible. We're going to have to wait and see how it goes. But anyway, as usual, I hope you guys and ladies enjoyed. As usual, I am your host, Zan. I am Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later.